Lower Your Volume contains sometimes graphic and often explicit content. That being said, some episodes are not for everybody, so listener discretion is advised. And as always, spoilers ahead. Before we jump into today's episode, we would like you to know that in true Lower Your Volume fashion, we did have some technical difficulties while recording this episode of the podcast. There is a point during the show where a quick jump happens of a break. Uh, it is at our 50-minute mark, so if there are any questions, feel free to email us at loweryourvolumepodcast at gmail.com. Nicole Basio. I tried. <laughs> and I'm Madison Fry. And this is... Lower Your Volume. We are a literary podcast where we chat about books. And talk way too loudly. Um, We have a guest, in case you didn't listen <gasps> to the last two episodes. I do not The last that. two episodes. Yeah, Actually, no, just we the did last episode. It. Um, Catherine, welcome. We've been teasing <laughs> that we were going to have things happen. Yeah. Yes. Hey welcome, guys. Catherine. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. So, um, thrilled to be on yeah, here. Right? In case uh, nobody picked up from the several times I've talked about it, uh, Catherine's my boss. <laughs> so, I'll let you introduce yourself now. <laughs> so, I'm the boss, uh, Madison's yes. boss uh, yes. at a Blissfully Bookish Company. So, <laughs> that's my company. You guys mm-hmm. might know me from um, doing bookish t-shirts. I've been around for about four and a half years now. Um, do t-shirts and other wearable merchandise, uh, some enamel pins, some keychains, some just like random little things. But yeah, it's what I do. Yeah. My entire paycheck goes to you on a regular basis. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, At this it's... point, my mom has started confiscating shit. Like I ended up giving her my extra because I ended up thinking I lost my house of earth up. Uh, House of what? No. My House of Wind hat. I ended up buying an extra one because I was like, fuck. So I gave it to my mom. And she's like, Ironic that you said that because, like, (laughs) I saw your order come through in the last restock. And I'm like, I thought she had one. No, I did. I I did. I don't don't know why, but you're one of the few people that writes their names in all capital letters. So you always, like, whatever. Why? I don't know why, dude. I didn't even mean it. If it happened, it wasn't. It wasn't my fault. I swear. So when I'm like printing out shipping labels, I'm like, "There's Nicole. There's like a few. There's like five people. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna have to like look and see if it's something to do with the the shop, whatever account that I set up. My god, I'm so sorry. You're like, it just screams at you every time it comes in. No, I mean, it's I, fitting with your, your podcast being low yeah, volume, right? so it just kind of works. It's on brand. Right? It's on brand. Well, ev- the entire time Madison and I have been alive, even though we've only known each other for like five years now, we've been told to shut the fuck up for most yeah. of that. So oh, like, we, we knew that we were going to call it this. It's the it's the Ross Geller going, you know? <laughs> <laughs> My whole life. When people tell me to use my indoor voice, I'm like, I will get louder if you ask me to do that. (laughs) Like, don't, don't start. I literally, I mean, I do recall when I was, I think I've probably told this story before. When I was in eighth grade, people thought I was so loud. I was in my math class. I wasn't actually that loud. I will happily be quiet, especially in math, because I don't know what's going on. 
And I was loud one day and some kid was like, I'll pay you a dollar to be quiet for class. And I said, okay. Um, I kept that up for like two weeks. Every day I got a dollar. I made $10 off this kid when I would have happily been quiet. But I was just like, well, no. Yeah, no, exploit that. It's yeah. like the same way that you <laughs> shouldn't tell quiet people to be like to talk more or like yeah. thin people to like eat a cheeseburger. Like it's the same thing. Like don't do it. It's that. a it's just smile me. thing for me. Like because I have resting bitch face. It's the like you should smile more. And I'm like, yeah, no. Like yeah, you right. need to tell me anything. Fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fry me. If you river. didn't know, you can swear on the podcast. We do oh. that a lot here. Cool. So. Yeah, it's smart. <laughs> if you don't it's... feel comfortable. You can. It's you Mark, can. You decide not to. Yeah, it is Mark does explicit. Like, when we, like, upload it, it's we, like, check a little box that's that says, like, like, explicit content. That's, like, sexy, though. I mean, you yeah, probably right? get listens just because, like, I would listen to somebody that says that it's explicit. I'd be like, yeah, that's oh, my type of podcast. Oh. Oh, well, no. one time Madison this... did describe a person getting fingered on the podcast. Like, literally, <gasps> no! the whole thing. It, it was a book. It was a book. Yes. I, I literally had to cut so much. It was <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was, so, like, in the earlier days of the podcast, we were doing it where it was, like, all description. Like, I was just basically telling Nicole a book, and then she would tell me a book, and then we would, like, go every other week, which is dumb. I don't know why we did that. But, like, whatever. You know, you live Because we wanted way. to be bold and be different. And live, laugh, no love, different. fear, fall, through, yield. <laughs> Um, Feel folder healed. So, like, I would just like tell her the plot of this book, and this this was bananas. Like, this whole book was was ridiculous. And so, of course, I described it for her. But no, like, literally, it because we read a lot of smutty books, and so it comes up a lot. Like, and isn't that just like a given hard. though that there's probably yeah. fingering happening in a smutty book right. though like why was that needing to be like specified that there is like particularly fingering because in the book though one, I don't like that question would assume, I think, one would I assume think, that that's the case well, 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 well. well <laughs> I think the reason I had to specify was because it was happening in a plain bathroom and I just can't I've been in a number of plain bathrooms and I just yeah, don't no. understand the logistics especially especially with the like alleged size of the man like height wise because you know every romance guy's like i'm six foot five and i'm muscular and i'm like (laughs) wait way to call out reed in this one madison jesus christ (laughs) oh he is six foot five isn't he (laughs) he is six foot five (laughs) um anyway but the, but like I was trying, I think I was trying to explain if I remember correctly. This could I could just be completely like Mandela affecting myself. No, you're like, right. No, you're absolutely right. This I is feel exactly like that's why happened. I was talking about it because I was like, how does that? How does that work? <laughs> like, okay, that- context, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just couldn't even tell what episode it was anymore. <laughs> I listen. We had we've had a number of uh, number of scenes and books though where you're like, ooh, we got to make that trigger warning real quick, real fast because yeah. that's. Uh, that's a that's a hard one to deal with. So there, yeah, that's also is... why we make this podcast explicit. So yep. smart. There's yeah, a number of I can see that. Yeah, there's a little intro in the beginning. Anyway, we should do, we? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we should start this. We're gonna uh, Madison. Do you want to tell us what we're reading today or what we've already read? Yeah, I would love nothing more than to tell. Well, I mean, if you've listened to the last episodes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but we're covering Gods and Monsters by Shelby Maherin, which th- yeah, that's how you say her name. Is Maherin. Maherin, yeah. Not like, not like Marin, which is what we said in the first wanna, two episodes where we I covered don't the first talk about it. I don't want to talk about so. it, Madison. I literally pronounced Ianthi wrong, okay? Ianth, remember? So let's not go there. Ianth? Yeah. I've never heard <laughs> that before. That's, that's a new pronunciation. <laughs> it was so bad. I am the worst. Anytime. Random names. Like, thank God. I mean, 
thank God for some of the like audible readers out there for like this mm-hmm. book specifically. I can't do French pretty much at all. So it was yeah. great actually being able to listen partly for this because there was oh, a lot of Oh, there are some things in this book because I come from a Germanic background the French, I just romance <laughs> languages aren't your aren't your thing normally. Yeah, no. Despite- I actually have like my uh, tongues like connected to the like my teeth almost like on the back of my teeth, so I cannot stick my tongue out. So anything like this, that's like any weird pronunciation, I'm like, yeah, you're gonna, I'm gonna butcher it. Well, that's well, so what? Cool. Okay, that's awesome. First of all, <laughs> I'm like super t- tongue tied. Like it's called t- it's like being tongue tied. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, random story. My brother has had like many surgeries once he was born. And one of them was that they had to cut his tongue because it was yeah. like uh, something that had to do with like being tongue tied. But they yeah. had to like, yeah, Midas and they had to cut his tongue again. So they Which could one? like, well, not again, but again. Steven, he's had so many, literally within the first oh, 18 months, he had six surgeries. Like literally so many surgeries. Good I won't Lord. go into all the details because they probably kill me. But he had um, LASIK <laughs> eye surgery at like three years old, something like that. Not Whoa. LASIK. Um, doesn't laser wear, eye surgery. Doesn't he wear glasses? Not LASIK laser because he had a lazy oh. eye. <laughs> so it would just <laughs> like you'd be staring at him and his eye would go and he would. It was really cute because he got to wear a little eye patch afterwards. He was a really <laughs> cute kid. But now, he's a total douchebag just... now. <laughs> anyway. He totally. I love him to death, but he's a total douche. <laughs> so. We'll read the. I'll read what? (laughs) I'll read the inside of the book now. Yeehaw! Or as I've been saying recently, yippee kaye, motherfucker. So I've been using a lot of cowboy slang as of late, and I don't know what inspired it. I really could not. Have you you. been uh, watching anything weird lately? I mean, we did watch a couple of minutes of Twilight, but that's not enough for you to go back down like the whole Jackson Rathbone slash Confederate, you know, Jasper era. I know he was my favorite. I headcanon him as a Union soldier. I like. I just love that we never talked about like not just me, but like the whole world didn't talk about the fact that he was a Confederate soldier. Like whatever. She just slid that bad boy in there, and I said, "Yeah." It it's what it eighth is. grade, eighth grade me was like, I'm into this. Like, yeah, seventh grade me wrong was the same. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, seventh grade me. Correct. I guess it didn't yeah. even occur to me being from like, I guess the South, if you consider <laughs> Florida the South, because so no, many fine. people have like the Confederate flags everywhere yeah. that it didn't even like, didn't even me register too. that he was like a Confederate. Yeah. Yeah. Soldier. For, he, but then too. I talk to people from the North that they're like, oh my God, like this person. Well. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I see that like on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, fun fact about Michigan, there's a lot of people who believe that they legit came from the South, and they didn't, so it's a that's fun time up here, interesting. too. I know, yeah, really uh, uh, yeah, I do, in fact, know some people who uh, leave that bad boy on the back of their Jeep, and I was like, <laughs> your family is from Greece. I saw a guy who had it here. through the roof of his car, <laughs> through the roof of his car, sat next to him and his girl as his girl's twisting it as they drive. I was like, what am I even looking at right now? I don't even understand. That's absolute chaos. Okay. No, no, no. Babe, babe, babe. You can't hold my hand. You need to twist the flag. <laughs> oh, my God. Hilarious. Like, she's like, oh, my God. He let me twist his flag. <laughs> that could be in a romance novel. Yeah, right. Write it. <laughs> write it. Trademark Red, and right now. Blue, baby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't you insult that fucking book. I would, never, Madison. I would never. I would never. We were literally driving back from the beach the other day. I saw a flag for a 
he who shall not be named. And I, uh, <laughs> and I was this literally just I like, was with you, yes. yeah, you were with me. And I was just sitting there and I just went, you want to know what I wish happened in real life? And Nicole was just like, what? And I was like, I wish that Ellen Claremont Diaz had been elected pre- or like Ellen Claremont had been elected president here. I wish that Texas went blue and it was just like completely out of the blue. It was close. That, that book haunts my brain. The banter alone. Anyway, gods and monsters. <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> this time. Fantasy this Fantasy time. Fantasy this time. Fantasy this time. Okay. Star-crossed lovers brought together by fate or providence, Lou has spent her whole life running. Now, after a crushing blow from Morgan, the time has come to claim what is rightfully hers, by life and by death. But this is no longer the Lou her friends know, no longer the Lou who captured a Chaucer's heart. A darkness has settled over her, and this time it will take more than love to drive it out, by gods or perhaps monsters. While Lou battles her demons and witches, Chaucer's, and the spirits of the land themselves rally for a final fight, Reed is faced with a terrible choice, a devastating sacrifice, or the death of everyone he has come to hold dear. We would end with a stake and a match. (laughs) I mean, that just, that's like, I I don't know if I would have expected the heartbreak from that little blurb right there. Um, Nicole sent me a beautiful video, video crying. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you I sent did. me a I lovely crying Oh, so you, video. you finished it? Oh, you finished yeah, reading? I finished it okay. yesterday. Okay. I, <laughs> I started it at the great story. I went to bed Monday night at 9 o'clock and set an alarm for midnight <laughs> so I could get up and get my Kindle version. I have purchased of this book four versions now. I have the Kindle, four, the Audible, four, and then four. two copies. Four? Two copies. Yeah, physical copies. Yeah. Phys- two oh, physical the- copies, an Audible, and a Kindle. Version. This is like I don't know if you do this at all, Catherine, but like <laughs> this Nicole is my thing. in particular, and sometimes me, I get like several copies of a book if I like really. Like I try not to. Okay, I yes. try not Nicole's. to. I don't actually have bookshelves right now. Like I still like we've sorry, been in our house for almost four years, and I've been begging my husband to paint our bedroom and put up bookshelves, and it has not happened. So all of my books are in boxes, like moving boxes. And so I keep I telling myself, I, I don't do. need to buy, like, books. I don't need to buy, like, random shit from, like, other businesses because I have no shelves to put anything on. <laughs> so oh I try God. to, like, limit it to, you like, one <laughs> or two yeah. if I, like, really like a book. I mean, Not me with five everywhere. copies of A Court of Silver Flames. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so well, let me... Okay, the real but... <laughs> reason why this went down. <laughs> you want to tell her? You can tell her. That's fine. Okay, so the reason I have five copies... I. I don't know if I've mentioned this before out here, but like I had, okay. So I have the Kindle copy. I mm-hmm. have the books, a million copy. Cause I wanted the, is that the, was that the Feyre? Was that the Ezreal? No, one? that was, was the Ezreal one. It was okay, Azrael. So I the, yeah. Cause I wanted the Ezreal POV. And then I got the Barnes Noble one because I wanted the Feyre like Reese thing POV. And then I had put in, because I'm a psychopath, I put in a like, hold pre-order when it came in at my local shop and I I was gonna do something really bad I wasn't gonna go and pick it up because I was like they'll put it back out somebody will like go and get it and then they called me like the week after I read it and they're like hey we still have your order and she was the girl was like have you read it and I said oh yeah I haven't she goes I'll have you know your copy is one of the signed copies and I was like Well, I guess I'm picking it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then and then my last one is I have the tour edition one that yeah. they released like with the like live talk. I have that so. one. That's Same. the one I have, the tour edition. 
sell your uh, books a million copy, man. Those are still selling on Facebook in those groups really? for like 200 bucks. Yeah. Really? <laughs> that Wow. Yeah, sell it. <laughs> I have thought a lot. I won't do it, but I've thought a lot. I have the original, like I have the first edition Throne of Glass, like from August of I do 2012. Too, yeah. Yep. I've thought about selling it so many times that I'm like, I can't. It's like too. I really want to get mine signed. If I was going to sell it, I would get it after. I, it's not signed. Mine's not signed. So mine either. Mm-hmm. I have I uh, four copies of Kingdom of the Wicked because um, I am a slut for Carrie Maniscalco. And when I saw <laughs> she was going to do her book, I was like, Yeah, I'm going to like follow everything about it. And I have the bookish box one. I have the. I have one one. signed copy by her from like RJ Julia when they did their whole thing. Like it came out with it because I got to do like the, I guess I was within the first 30 people. So I got to do the meet and greet with her and the book that came with it. She was so sweet. Um, You got to meet her and Stephanie Garber, right? I did. Yeah, her and Stephanie because Stephanie came. Well, Stephanie only came. Both of them are really nice. They seem so sweet. I'm the left out one. (laughs) Um, Go on. (laughs) I have the Barnes and Noble one too because I liked the cover, and so I think that's <laughs> how I ended up with four because two yeah. look identical because one's Plus, from Amazon too. Didn't you get an? And I got the arc. Arc, yeah, yeah. Good I times. got the arc of that when it came out because I'm genuinely like when it comes to certain authors, I'm like I will stalk your life until I can figure out if I can get this arc copy. <laughs> Not actually, but <laughs> <laughs> she said I'm gonna show you, Loco Maniac. No, I don't actually mean that. I just mean, like, follow their social media frequently so you can right. see if they're going to be talking about it. Like, I just got approved from a Tessa Bailey book today, so super Yeah, no, that. I definitely realized I was not following Shelby today, and I was like, mm, that's why I missed. What? Listen, listen, listen. God. Have- that is, like, really unacceptable. <laughs> that You're, is like, fired as my social media manager. <laughs> like, what is this? Engaging authors, and you're like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna give her a follow. Yeah, no. Well, okay, Madison, what happened? Well, you're making me look bad. (laughs) No, Jesus. Okay, here's why. Here's why. I really thought I did because, hear me out. I see her stuff on the Blissfully Bookish Instagram. I see her stuff on the Lower Your Volume Instagram. I see her stuff on my Bookstagram that never took off. And yep. like so, that's like yeah. Three. <laughs> so I I see her stuff on like three accounts, and so okay. it never phased me that I like didn't follow her actual like on my on my like personal Instagram. This is and a I sin. Like, I don't even. This is a sin. I literally the minute I finished Serpent and Dove, I went and found her. Like that was Madison. This is a sin. Are you gonna like follow the blissfully bookish like uh, <laughs> Instagram anytime soon? <laughs> I mean, I've been meaning to ask you. So, so, so savage. Oh, my God. <laughs> you do follow that, right? Come on, Madison. Of course I do. Well, uh, we I thought for- you were following Shelby, but you weren't, so. Excuse Are there me. any other authors out there you've spited because of that shit? Like, Jesus. I, do you follow I, Stephanie Garber, at least? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, because well, because do you remember when I was going to like make the bookstagram my place for all my book stuff? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So I think I went through and I just like followed everybody on there because that was like right when we were like, yeah, books, you know. Like, <laughs> don't. 
<laughs> do not even look at me. Um, I'm going to use like, that as a clip one day. Like, I'm going to take that audio from the <laughs> yeah. clip, and that's gonna go going to go somewhere yeah, one day, maybe TikTok. Um, that'll make a, but... a good, like, little graphic to post on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just one of your, like, silhouette drawings of yourself with, a, like, a thought bubble coming out. Yes. It's just the, like, the, like, the flamey Almo, which is my, like, spirit meme. Spirit yeah, yeah. It's your is is it's the is the like Alma with the flames behind like going like oh this. yeah 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 that's the one for me. Did I don't I send think that I f- to you yesterday. I did. You did. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I follow. I think the only author that I actually followed for on my personal Instagram is V. E. Schwab. Not even not even Sarah. I don't think so. Because I feel like we were following her when we were going back and forth on all of the stuff that was coming up uh, a Court of Silver Flames. Maybe you don't, dude. That's fine. Well, anyway, just, all that know, to say, no wonder I battles. missed, One I day missed we may the meet pre-order them. gift. <laughs> I missed yeah. The, yeah, I didn't get my the pre-order gift. I'm huh? Well, I'm so okay, bad but... at following through with that. I'm so bad at oh, like yeah. I don't know why that's such a hurdle to like get my receipt and submit it places, but I never fucking do it ever. Well, Literally, like... I think I've gotten one pre-order gift ever. You know, I you need a personal assistant for that shit. That's what I, I do. Exclusively for getting pre-order gifts. That's the only thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to, you're like, listen, you're not getting paid, but you yeah, can please yeah. help me do these pre-order Yeah. Gifts. Just let me get pre-order gifts. The one recently that I did remember to do, and then we can actually talk about the book. Like I said, we were going oh, to. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Right, That's right, what we're right. here for, right? Right. Um, I did remember to do the the Once Upon a Broken Heart one because it's like oh, because the, of the, the fucking dust jacket. Right. Oh my gosh. It's so cool. Have you seen this one? The wait, wait. Dust jacket? Did, was yeah, this I did see Sally it. did? Is this uh, one that Sally did? Yes. Didn't Sally do this one? Yes. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my and life. And Jax has blue hair, which is really throwing me for a loop. <laughs> throwing me for a goddamn loop. <laughs> I don't. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, my apologies to Stephanie. I'll follow you on Instagram. Um, and Shelby. So, goddamn. I, I followed her when I realized. I, yes, so but you now still have to sit down at the altar and apologize <laughs> because that was bullshit. <laughs> anyway. Just, just tie me to. Oh, good. Hello? Ghosts in your room. Yeah, it's like Again. that time that a glass bottle flew from the ledge in my bathroom. Yeah, Madison has good ghosts. Time. I have ghosts. It's a great time. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, Gods and Monsters. Let me just say, the first yes. half of the book had me stressed. Because yeah, Nicolina... Like the whole book. <laughs> well, yes, the whole book had me stressed. But, like, the second half was, like, almost less stress-inducing to me than the first. Because the first, the first half for me was like the third Lord of the Rings movie when you're just dealing with Gollum the whole time. Oh, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. Nicole has never seen or read Lord of the Rings. I'm so sorry. What? I'm sacrilegious. Sorry. That's my cardinal sin. <laughs> that is a sin for sure. Yeah, my, sacrilegious. My dad has tried so hard. Um, he, I've tried to sit down. I really do. But I am so I just, always off in the clouds doing something else. I will do it, Madison. I promise. I promise. If you can get me to watch a whole fucking anime in like a night, I'll watch a goddamn Lord of the Rings movie. You know it will happen if you sit me down with you. Like, and you know it's gonna. That's anyway. That's fair. That's happened a number of times. Mm-hmm. Most recently with the skateboard one, which I told you to watch yesterday. <laughs> with all the himbos. Um. Anyway. Joe and Sherry. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, mm-hmm. the himbo named Joe. Jimbo. Oh no. <laughs> nope. Stop that one. Back, up, back it up. Back it up. Jimmy Neutron. No, Jimbo. I agree with you. The last half of the book wasn't as stress-inducing, but I was stressed, like a little stressed, mildly I... stressed. Okay. 
So, and obviously. So, can we talk about a hot take real quick of, like, I was trying to, so. I have not read this book since April. So like when you guys, <laughs> Madison forgot to ask me about this until yet what yesterday. Yes. And so I'm going, I shit, I haven't looked at this book since April. Madison, Madison. I'm sorry. You in fact um, told me, you told me you asked her two I weeks did. ago. No, I did ask. I mentioned it two weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> but not like when you're her. filming it or, or like anything about it. Just like, hey, would you be on our podcast and maybe talk about gods and monsters sometime? Madison. Like, cool, yeah. <laughs> Madison. <laughs> Listen. Anyway, I so I was trying to review it really quick and I was like yes. looking at people's reviews on Goodreads because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I wonder what people are saying so far. Yeah. And there was a couple different hot takes, but one mm-hmm. person said that this was the most boring book that they've ever read. <laughs> and it was more, they feel like people complain about Blood and Honey being boring and nothing happening, but they didn't agree with that. They felt like this one was way more boring than Blood and Honey. And I'm like, what? Is this person like smoking? Like, this is like the opposite of a, a boring, boring book. book. And I don't yeah. feel like that's even like... Anything you could argue with. If you don't like mm-hmm. the book, then you don't like the book. But, like, right. it's not a boring book. There's a lot of no, stuff going on literally from so, page one. It's literal like, chaos. And we did a whole <laughs> rant on Blood and Honey for a couple reasons. Or one, we well, like a the positive episode and it rant. didn't work. Oh, yeah, a positive rant on the yeah. fact that, like, one, <laughs> we tried to do an early thing because I had the advanced reader copy, but it didn't work out. The episode didn't half record. And then we tried to do another time, and then it didn't f- it fucked up again. So we did a part two of me, like, talking about it and my rant was when people said that blood and honey wasn't like very good and i was like you guys are fucking ridiculous like this right here is the whole reason we got gods and monsters like gods and monsters was set up so well from blood and honey oh absolutely like blood and honey (laughs) serpent and dove gods and monsters you needed to get through blood and honey and honestly it wasn't even a chore to get through it was a fucking joy to read but um right to get to gods and monsters which was chaos from the start chaos right because right i feel like i feel like between all three of the books the first one you have they're like they're getting to know each other they're falling in love whatever then the blood and honey you need them to be separated the entire time like right they're like separated the majority of the book like because yeah. you know they're with dealing with the that, shit that we knew right. they were gonna deal with because right. of and all they the have fucking that, shit that happened at yeah. the end of Serpent and Dove. Right, and they have all that conflict, and then in this one you have like the perfect balance of both, where they are together but they are not together. <laughs> well, it's like time. external conflict. It's yeah. external conflict right. versus like interpersonal conflict, which is blood and honey. Right, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just like. Ugh. What was the other hot take that you had, by the way, or that was on Goodreads? I should say. So I actually wrote, I don't know if you've talked about her on the podcast, but uh, Jordan, you know, Jordan's like uh, her uh, editor, like she's not the editor, but she's like her like writing friend that like beta reads and like helps her with the books and stuff. So I wrote her like today a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Nicole, Nicole is like in her head personality wise that she's like Jordan Jordan. and I'm like Shelby allegedly. No, it is. No, it's true. It's a little true. It's a little true. Is it because I'm the red friend? Yeah, it's because you're the red front. It's fine. Thank you. Anyway, anyway go, go ahead. On. Keep going, please. <laughs> Continue. So I wrote her like 20 minutes before this podcast and I was like, hey, I don't want to bug Shelby, so I'm going to bug you. Um, and like I saw somebody complaining that there was no sex in this book, that there was no sex scenes and they were very upset by it. And I I'm like sorry, wrote Jordan in a hurry and I was like, hey, I'm about to like record something about God's Monsters and my finished copy hasn't come in yet did the like sex scenes get removed from this? Cause isn't there like two? And she's like, yeah, there's two. And I was like, okay. 
just checking like <laughs> what i'm sorry well, i don't understand like what kind of what did they read motherfucker was reading this book where mutual masturbation thing and voyeurism was not enough literal <laughs> like, literally like i was literally what? but they weren't they weren't saying like the in the review like it was a very short review but it wasn't saying like they're like i don't like the sex scenes were dumb or they were like ya yeah. or like anything else. they were saying literally there was no sex scenes in the book and so I was, like, thinking, like, did they get removed? Like, I'm so – because, like, the yeah. the sex scenes, I was, like, actually very impressed with because, Absolutely. like, sex-positive, man, they don't, like, really talk yes. about mutual masturbation and stuff in YA. So, like, that yeah. was a – that's a mm-hmm. step in the right direction, in my opinion. But, like, well, I don't know. Always... I just saw that. And I was, like, no, what? No, you're right. I've okay. always thought Shelby was really good with her sex scenes because I think from the start when we talked about Serpent and Dove, we were like, the fact that Reed was a virgin was totally, like, different because normally it's, mm-hmm. like, the guy's not. The guy right. is totally already lost his virginity. And the fact right. that Lou I'm was not a you, virgin. all the Sarah J. Moss characters who have slept with people in the same room as the other guys. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I know. But I've always felt that she Morgan was, like, a champion for that shit because, like, mm-hmm. you look at the books and you're like, yeah, like, legitimately, especially this one, that is, that was a big deal. Not only contextually mm-hmm. for, like, what? Contextually for um, Reed and Lou, but, like, the whole thing as a, just in general. I don't think I've ever seen that in any YA book or no. what is considered a YA book. No, I mean, you really don't see any sort of like, uh, and I don't know if you're going to, you're going to edit this out because it's on the line with fingering, but, uh, like, (laughs) go into details. (laughs) Two, two weeks ago, I, we literally had like, we did talk about porn. Like we did talk about porn. So you can talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, we're, we're past that. You are good to go. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) But like, you also don't have the, uh, like female pleasure element going on, like oral sex wise, like the guys aren't typically going down the girls at all or anything so like yeah. anytime i see yeah. any of that or like the yeah i mean that was a pretty hot sex scene for ya and uh-huh. not just was... because of the description but because of the context of what was going on and stuff i was like hell oh, yeah. yeah this is great i was i was into it one but two also i was really shocked because i wasn't expecting it to be like that good i mean i expected it to be good but i mean in the sense mm-hmm. of like it was a borderline like na at that point because it was like yeah. yeah that's like hitting the content level where people are like oh this is not ya anymore because ya is so fade mm-hmm. to black right. normally right so yeah. i was impressed <laughs> there, well and i also feel like that there's something really lovely in the scene in the ship where she's like no i know you think you want this right now but emotionally like let's take a step back because this is just yeah. like you like don't regret this, like that kind of like. I think she tells him awareness. you're not ready, even. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <gasps> Which I was like, oh, well, damn. especially because that's such yeah. a switch for her character because she's always been right. the pursuer in the relationship and the one pushing yeah. the envelope mm-hmm. to like yeah. take a step back. You're right. I yeah, overall I just... loved. I loved how that whole thing went down because this whole book for me really was their solidifying of their relationship. Like mm-hmm. Lou needed all of that shit to go down, so she felt more confident in their relationship as a right. whole. Mm-hmm. And it was oh, so good. <laughs> I just, I love it. Yeah, he scene. had some making so up to do based on the, like, you're not my wife, like, bullshit of the previous book. <laughs> I <stuff>. literally, yeah. <laughs> that, okay, so I've, I've talked, I've probably talked about this before. My thing is, like, guilt. I love guilt mm-hmm. scenes. Mm-hmm. I love when the guy feels super guilty about something he says. It's really toxic. It's, like, my toxic book trait is that I love <laughs> guilt. Like, it is that's okay, my Madison. Favorite. We all have it toxic is so book good. traits. And literally, my <laughs> we all do. Um, but my like f- 
I, that scene where he's like, you're not my wife, but specifically the part when he comes back down the stairs and mm-hmm. he's like, where the fuck is Lou? And well, he doesn't say that because he doesn't swear. <laughs> but like, Until the but end, he did. Right? And God's well, monsters yes, yes, too. Did. I was like, <laughs> I was like messaging okay. Shelby. I'm like, yes. I love how many times Reed says fuck in this book. This is so yes. exciting. Oh yeah. Um, we love but, character development. <laughs> we really do. But the part when he comes down the stairs and He's like, where's Lou? And Jean-Luc is like, oh, she ran out of here crying. And it just says crying in italics. That's my crack. That is literally my crack. I go back and I read that page, which is so toxic. I know. It's so bad. No, it's fine. Because you know what mine is. I like to read almost death scenes. Like, I have reread several almost death scenes just so I could cry. And it's really bad. It's really not good. Like, you shouldn't go back and hurt yourself that way. But I do often. I don't think I've ever cried in a book. Like, actually, actually cried. Wait, so not in this one? Wait, so no. You are, much, no. you are much stronger than Nicole and I. You are much stronger. I cried so much. I cried. I just have no emotion. I, I just, like, don't. No. I have a black heart. No emotion. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, God. I mean. No. Yeah, I, this book made me cry. You guys have been told to be quiet your whole lives. I've been told that I uh, have no Please emotion. Express. Oh, my God. No, that's so bad. Oh, my God. That's okay if you don't cry. I have met several people that have told me that before. Normally, I am shocked. I am very shocked because this book really got into my skin. It was a very emotional book. It was a very emotional book. Yeah. There's going to be a video on our Patreon um, eventually of me, legit, the Snapchat that I sent to Madison of me crying at four in the morning (laughs) because I was sobbing when we get to, we'll just say it because it's a fucking spoiler podcast. Yeah. When we get to Ansel's first, like, thing with, like, Lou. With Lou sobbing just just straight i think i even said to you in the tiktok i was like and so i just he's the softest like, and mm-hmm. i'm like crying it was the worst <laughs> i loved yeah, it but it I, felt so bad that okay so the whole so the whole first half of the book stress on stress on stress yeah, I Nicolina. Nicolina Nicolina freaked me out. She freaked me out the whole time. Um, I love her though. I love her character. She's I, so fucking weird. <laughs> so I learned I love weird characters like that from Nicole that she attaches herself no. to any character with her no, with stop. her name. Stop. I said I said I liked her as Nicola, not Nicolina. I said Nicolina is weird and great because she's weird and great. You got to love authors who can like really freak right, you out. Right, right. Where like you don't like her but you like her character. Right. Because right. I feel that a lot. That's how I felt about Sally at the start of this book. Oh my gosh. I was well, like, it's I've yes, always Sealy. had a bad thing It's totally Sealy. It's totally Sealy. Not... You know, it's totally okay. Sealy. Um, I like literally I looked up the pronunciation in like French, not in context of Serpent oh, and Dove, okay. but seeing how you say the name. And it was Sealy. Yeah. yeah. Sealy. Well, and that's one of those ones because like the of where Sealy like court? the. Yes, it's S- because okay. of where that like uh, like accent is over the e mm-hmm. that I think it kind of starts to change how it sounds in your mouth or whatever. But um, no, I totally agree to because me. she's she. I hated her in the first book because of what she said about Lou, and I was like, also she seemed kind of like annoying as shit. But I loved her in this book. <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved. Yeah, her. she was great. She was like the breakout star of, yeah, of the really book. Was. She yeah. really was. I was like, no, but when she first showed up, I was just like, get out of here. You pick me, girl. Like, <laughs> You're I'm, so mean to pick me, girls. Goddamn. I'm, so, I'm really sorry. As I know, somebody who I know. Like, can't even like talk to a man, pick me, girls, just like piss me off. <laughs> so like, anyway, all that to say, she like really irritated me for some reason. I don't know yes. if it was because like, 
Lou wasn't there to like defend her, no, not defend herself. But, I'll tell like, you what it is. She was she. You didn't like her before, and you have this thing when you don't like a character, you will stick with not liking that character until they prove you otherwise. Like seriously, that is how tell I me about, about Bo, Bo Madison. It, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> tell me about Bo Madison. <laughs> okay, he really won me over. Like page one of this book. I don't know why I ever had anything against him. I didn't really have. Anything she has no idea what he looks like. She has no idea. what I didn't either. No way. I didn't either. She goes. She goes. You know Bo's POC, right? I went. What the fuck did I miss? What did I go I, wrong? I don't know how. Well, I don't know how both of us missed that. Like, no, me. Either. In fairness, Somebody apparently no one look, knows what any of the characters look like because when I was looking up how to pronounce Seely, I like looked at the Serpent Dub wiki. And the yeah. art they have up there is some blonde girl. And she's like blonde? underneath it. No, she's she, not. Yeah. Underneath it, oh, it okay. says physical description and it has raven hair. And it's like okay. some oh, artist, some bookish artist like representation of her. And I'm like, but that doesn't look anything like the description <laughs> right underneath it. Why is this the, the one we've ta- uh, chosen? I guess mm, in I my like head, it. she did have black hair, but I literally think the only reason she has black hair in my head is because in the Infernal Devices, Will's sister who has, like, her name's, like, Cecily? Yes. Something like that. Mm -hmm. It's something really similar, and she has black hair, and I literally think that's the only reason I imagine her as black hair. I have the only... I think the reason I imagine her as black hair is because I think uh, Reed has a type, but that's just me. (laughs) Well, there you go. There it is. I mean, that could very well be. But yeah, no, she... She won me over. Bo immensely won me over. By the end of this yeah, book, I was yeah. like, oh, if Reed's not available, I will happily go for Bo. He's great. I love him. He is so funny. I will he say. He was much funnier this I mean, he was, he amped up in, in hilarity in this book for sure. His wit was also, on point. Absolutely. Yeah, also his whole thing with um, Lou, the whole like sister mind thing. Oh my God. Losing my shit every time. There was a moment because I hadn't, it had been a, a while since I read Serpent and Dove and Blood and Honey because I did them in like one foul swoop because Nicole covered them individually on here and so like Mm -hmm. I didn't read them until like a while after and there was like a moment where in this in the beginning of this book where he said like sister and in my head I went I was like trying to do the family trees because I was like, are they related? Is she who? Wait, no. Her mom slept with the with Archbishop, but it was like he was he related to some like I I Uh truly had a moment where I was just like, are they are they are they all related? It was he he <laughs> seemed Bo as a whole seemed much more accepting of his like other siblings in this book mm-hmm. than he did in the other two. I mean, like the first yeah, one, he was I like, would agree with that. You're all fucking, you know, whatever. I have to deal with it. But the second one was so weird because of him and Reed's like tension around it. And then by book three, he's like really solid and like really considering them like family. And I loved that. I well, he kind of stepped into the Ansel role, right? Because like Ansel felt then, that way about Lou. And then now Ansel's gone. So it was. Yeah, he kind of stepped into that. Rip. That's, That's, I think, why it hurt to read that whole bit when Lou is, like, in her, like, dream state being, you know, all the drowning sort of thing. Or I guess it was, like, almost limbo for her, right? Because she's not dead, but she's seeing a ghost. So, I mean, like, realistically. (laughs) That's, I think, why it hurt me because I was like, he is the best of us in this. I'm part of them. That's what I think of it. Um, But Mm -hmm. he's the best of them, realistically. And he really did see her as, like, an older sister, like, somebody who he loved and, like, cherished. And I was like, this hurts so bad. Like, you do I just love that he like immediately accepted her. He just like immediately oh, yeah. accepted her, even when he like oh. thought she was a witch. He's just like, yeah, it's Lou, it's fine. <laughs> He's yeah. like, it's okay. Much quicker oh, than he... Reed ever did. Right, and I still <laughs> simped him anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a. Oh, I love Reed. Reed. Yeah. 
He's yeah. so great. He is. I mean, he's got shit that he had to work out, but he's really great character. Yeah, he had some issues. But, There's yeah, a no, lot of I parallels so. between uh, Lou and Reed and my relationship with Daryl, my husband. Like we Ooh. are very much Lou and Reed um, uh, scenario in a lot of ways. <laughs> and I always felt that about like Kaylina too. So I was always like mm-hmm. I shipped uh, Kaol and Selena, but not like mm-hmm. Kaol and Aylin. I think there's a distinction there, but yes, Kaol no, and 100%. Selena together. Yeah. So I always like how I always talked about Serpent and Dove when I was recommending it to people was that it was like the book that the Kaolina shippers wish they had like because it's oh, totally so like true. very similar Big to time. the vibe of that mm-hmm. yeah you're absolutely right because like it, Lou and Selena are so very similar like temperament wise and I think right yeah, they are the for sure they deal with well, like their their parentage and all the shit that they go through mm-hmm. like very similar very similar. I love that. Well, and it's Good kind person. of like that. Like, I don't know if you've seen that TikTok trends where it's like the real best friend combos. It's like the one who can't spell and the one who just deals with it. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, oh, the one who drives everywhere <laughs> and the one who doesn't have her license or something, you know, some yeah, crap yeah. like that. But it's kind of that thing where it's like the relationship of like the man who like enforces the rules and the girl who wants to break all of them. It's like, I feel yeah. like yeah. it's like that relationship, which is just. It is that dynamic great. for sure. Such also, a good I think combo. I think Shelby said that reads like a wing or not a wing. I'm sorry, a type one, and that's so damn accurate. Like, I mean, I yeah. am very close to a, a type a one. I'm not exactly, but like me, I'm a two wing three. But I know people that are two wing one, and I'm like Jesus. And he's like a my wing husband's one a one. He's yeah, you he's read. <laughs> you, sure. you get it then. I w- Madison knows a little bit about it because Daryl's usually in the room when we're talking on our. <laughs> conference calls and he usually has like little yesterday, input me defending iq's honor <laughs> i wish you could just like see his look that he was giving you as you're like explaining it he's just like looking at me and his like eyes switching and then he like we got off and he's like that was the saddest thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> i'll, fight, I'll, him. Have I'll you, fight him about it i'll have you know like him it. He, yeah, no, he did not like it at all. <laughs> neither, did Zach, so, neither did Zach. I tried. <laughs> he, he, like, went fishing with his good friend who is a huge anime watcher. And, mm-hmm. um, like, today. And they came up with their own anime that they, like, want to pitch. And he, like, came oh, home nice. all excited telling me all about the sports anime that he, like, wants to, like, it's going to be sports fishing. But they're going to be, it. like, all, like... Uh, not not necessarily gay, but like flamboyantly touching all the men, yes. and they're going to be yes. like the name's going to be like JoJo, and <laughs> yeah. there's not going to be any sort of vil- there's not going to be any sort of villains, but there's going to be guys that spray yes. graffiti on stuff, but it's going to be nature related, like save the sea turtles, like conservation oh, yeah, efforts, and all this stuff. Oh, and okay. Like, oh, so it's God. like I an enemies to lovers, that one. queer. No, it's not ocean enemies to lovers. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I think Zach on board now. with that. No, I think yeah, Zach on board with that. Fishing. He loves fishing. Oh my god. He he, he planned out six seasons. So if you would like oh to uh, talk to him about it next time you're on a call with me, I'm sure he'd be willing to tell you all about it. Oh to my talk god, about the yes. Anime, it's that's now you just need somebody to favorite. like draw it. You need like an artist because that's like yeah. that's gonna yeah, be a key you thing gotta, there. The next limited release merch is gonna be yeah. the two. <laughs> <laughs> All proceeds go to founding that anime. <laughs> yeah. That's no, hilarious. all the proceeds go to 40 Ocean. 
Okay. Oh, great. no, it's just four ocean. It's not 40. I forget. I'm dyslexic sometimes. Um, not sometimes. What I'm do you mean sometimes? All the time. Okay, there it is. <laughs> it's like you can't change. It doesn't change. Because there, there's four oceans, Madison, not 40 oceans. <laughs> Wait, right. there's only four? Wait. Wait, Wait there's only four. I thought, I thought there were like six. <laughs> Wait, I don't. Listen, Hold I on. did East and West Asia is, wrong. I did East yeah, and West one Asia t- wrong. My favorite was when so. Nicole was like, no, India is in East Asia. It is East Asia. And I was like, no, home slice. That is Japan. There's four oceans. Okay, you guys made me question myself for a while. (laughs) I I once said that there was 52 states. So I, I, you guys made me really question that for a second. You know what? Close. (laughs) You were close, though, because 52 states would include, I think, Puerto Rico and um, Washington, D.C. So you would, in fact, be technically correct. Even Mm -hmm. if they're not considered states. You can. That's not what I was going for, but I'll take it. Take it, take it, take it, run with it. Yeah, retroactive justification, always. Retroactive justification. Always. 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 Except except in the case when you, you know, put East and West Asia incorrectly, but that's besides the point. Madison, can you name all four oceans? (laughs) Okay, hold on. That's the next question. Pacific, Atlantic, Indian. Antarctic. Arctic. It's the Arctic Ocean. Is is it the Arctic? I don't know. My mind, the only thing running through my mind was Adriatic Sea. The Adrian. Oh, really? <laughs> I could not tell you why. And the then it Bering went, Strait. <laughs> the Bering Strait. <laughs> I don't Sorry, know why. I'm currently in the middle of a book set in Washington, so that's why that's happening in my brain. What is the Bering Strait? <laughs> Isn't it in near? It's near Washington and I Alaska, thought, I right? Thought that in was Russia. In, I thought that was in Europe. No, I'm pretty sure it's the it's the spot between Russia and Alaska and Washington where people like go and do the deadliest catch. Anybody that's listened to this show before knows what fucking book I'm talking about now. But yes. um, literally, it's that it's right there and pretty positive. Catherine's looking it up. You're so. probably right. <laughs> I might. Uh, so close. It's kind of what I thought it was. It's <laughs> it's between um, Alaska and Russia. Okay, so okay, it's okay, not okay, like so Washington and okay. Alaska. Well, but yes. Close and enough, not the part enough. of Russia, but but Russia's kind of Europe. I mean, it's partially Europe, right? Is yeah, that a little thing? bit. I don't know. I got nothing. Do you know, do you ever think about the fact that we never hear about Russia being part of Asia as well? Um, I was like, I think no, it's Asia, or, right? Isn't it like considered Asia more it's, than Europe? Well, I think it's like I think it's like half and half. No, but I think I she's no, right. I, I, have, think, I think it is Asia. Jesus, geography, not good, mm, not good. And this <laughs> is why I read fantasy books with maps. Mm, yeah. Like, <laughs> Am I wrong? Did the Separate and Dove book have a map and, and the other two just, I lost my brain cells on that? or like it, There is a map out there. I don't remember which one it's in. Oh. I, I know. There's a map for sure in the second and the third, but I could have swore when I had the first one. Maybe I just got too excited and went right, went right, right for no, the No, I think, but I, maybe it was it's just on my a shelf. I could go grab it, but I'm not going to. I don't yeah. think so. That's the thing. I want to go grab it. I'm going to go grab it. Bonsoir. Oh, hello, hair. Good times. Good times. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why geography. I can name all the capitals. Couldn't tell you where anything is. Actually, I take that okay, so where a lot of things are. It's 77% in Asia and 23% in Europe. So, oh, so it's technically it considered Asia. Asia, but it's like transcontinental. Yeah. Right. So you're yeah, not wrong. Which is, yeah, Got it. but I'm like, but I'm like, we always hear about like Europe and Russia and I'm like, but it's. Asia. No, no map. Know. No map in Serpent and Dove. Just Blood and Honey and uh, oh, I and Monsters. Definitely thought there was a map in that. 
so did I. Yeah. But I thought anyway. I was also having, you know, brain cells going away. But anyway. Um, yes, anyway. So second of the half book of the book was crazy. Second half of the book. Where, okay, where did you guys see act two starting? Because I was surprised when I got to part three and went, oh shit, there's more than, there's more than three parts this time. There's more than three I, parts this time. It didn't really phase me because I couldn't remember how many parts were in the other books. Three. Sorry. So, <laughs> huh? Three. But that was just because I knew it was like set up like right. act one, act two, act three, but that's me. Right. But I like, cause I want to say it hit like right around the 50% mark. Right, because he, because he's like, two. he's like, I'll find you, and then he like, right? Yeah, that's kind of where I thought at least Act Two kind of kicked off when they start to go to <sighs> shit. The, where the fuck is it? The place under the water. Where the what's it called? <laughs> I can't. I could not tell you how to pronounce yeah, that. Yeah, can't the, help the, you. The, great. The, the, like, I read this in April, so I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're like, I'm like, lucky to remember like, their names at this point. So you know, <laughs> right? well, it's like, it's like. The like Leo Melancholic or however that place. Yeah, no, you got that right. That was really that was really good. It was very good. You did very good. I don't trust you. <laughs> it's because of the Ianthe thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nicole. No, Nicole I, and her Ianthe. I don't think she trusts Ian, me. I said Ian. Me. Yeah. Well, the only other thing that I knew how to um say was the what. His name was not Cameron. What was his name? Constantine? His name was not Cameron. <laughs> what the Wasn't fuck his name? did you get Cameron? <laughs> no, you're right. It's I think it's Constantine. The okay, one that so was, was the, the one, one, one that was like it. Angelica's lover. Yes, the only thing that I truly knew how to say was the first part when he's like the cure because I know because <laughs> Matthew in Monkia, yep. And yes, and he calls a, her Monkia. A, a, a discovery of witches. <laughs> Thank yep. you. I could not think of what it was called. I was like serpent and dove, but that wasn't correct. <laughs> um, yeah, he calls her. I was like, he calls he calls her Monkia, and so I was like, oh, I know how to say that kind of. But the rest of the fun book, French nothing. fact for you, since I did after reading Discovery Witches go on like Duolingo and start trying to learn, you know, French, which didn't end up doing really well. Um, mm-hmm. Mon petit chou, what they said in here a couple of times, it means my little cabbage or my little darling. But normally <laughs> it's my little cabbage and it's my favorite thing in like the French like cabbage. That's hilarious. Isn't it? I'm like, why do my we do that? Cabbage. But like it also can mean my little darling. I don't know why it's like the two different things, but I'm I think going to I feel like that needs to be an cabbage. embroidered shirt. I feel like I need to like make that <laughs> an embroidered <laughs> shirt. Cabbage. With a little cabbage. With leaf. a little With cabbage, cabbage. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you look up like the actual like I think it's if the you the rough translation of it, it means my little cabbage. But most people, because it's a term of endearment, utilize it as my little darling. So Anyway, that's, really that's my funny. little French fact for you. My little cabbage. I don't I know what it. the I don't know what the cure in this one means though because I've seen two. I've seen the one from um, the beautiful, which is Le Cour de Lyon, which is the Court of Lions, and I've seen the Moncure, which means my heart. So I don't know what it meant in this one. I Let's can't see. can't tell you. It's mm. I could not figure it out. Oh, mm, is there any sort of like? pronunciation or like uh glossary in any of these books no. let's find out i'll go look right no now. there's not i just finished oh. it yesterday and there wasn't at least not in my nine. copy nine at the very oh, end which in did in fact terrify me like the very last couple pages there's only two pages of acknowledgments and i panicked because i was like am i missing pages because my kindle said 615 and my book ended at 612 and i went am i missing pages i will freak out if i'm missing pages Okay, so they are 
under the sea. <laughs> they come back up. <laughs> they get lots of fun treasures from the ruby-nippled mermaids. And, <laughs> and then we were talking and about Seely. Seely's great. And Seely's great. great in her whole thing. And yeah. uh, we like her. And Hope, uh, Yeah. I'm <laughs> Hopefully, I'm just counting on the fact that it recorded and that we can yeah. just add another. I know we missed all bit. your marsh talk. No one will understand the You know what? Thank God we missed the marsh talk. Also, <laughs> also crazy. marsh talk is the new side of TikTok that I'm on. Marsh talk okay. only. Yes. Book marsh talk and marsh only. talk. Marsh talk, yeah. book talk, and smut talk, my three favorite You guys, talk. I'm back on kink talk. I don't know what I liked, but I'm back on the kink talk side again, and I I'm don't know how to feel that. about that, but it is what it is. I mean, I don't least, mind kinks. It's just being on the side of TikTok. At least you're not on architecture like, talk like me. Or wedding on, talk, Madison? I am on wedding talk. I get talk. on wedding talk sometimes, and I'm like, how am I here? I don't understand. Like, I've been married for literally 10 years at this point. Like, why? I'm not it's wedding related. Yeah, yeah, I I somehow ended up on wedding talk, and I'm like not mad about it because like I do work weddings like during the summer. I like moonlight as an assistant to a party planner, and so like I do work a lot of weddings. I'm pretty sure you just like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I collect yeah, that's the main character energy that she has. It's the main character. I have eighteen thousand jobs. Like Jesus I, Christ. I'm not going to lie. I did just receive a shirt in the mail yesterday that says main character energy on it, <laughs> along with a sweatshirt that Accurate. says Genovia. Like from Princess Diaries. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. <laughs> you know, for my ever like I don't have enough t shirts. But I don't know. I don't know. Madison, I don't know if you have enough. If only if only I got t shirts all the time. <laughs> Which only like you did if only you knew what to choose. To be fair, outside of summer where I wear one of these three tank tops in three different colors, like I exclusively wear t-shirts unless I'm like going out to an event and then I'm wearing one of these three tank tops with a cardigan over it. It's very true. Or like a dress. So like my t-shirts come in very handy. Anyway. (laughs) So, okay. So we, I think realistically we were the main like crux of what we were talking about is Reed in the second half. Yeah. Cause when he, when he wakes up. Yes. When he, when he comes back and he doesn't remember Lou. It's old Reed essentially. Yes. 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 I legit yeah. texted Madison, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't remember, and she goes, "It's great, right?" I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yeah, I literally I, like, messaged Shelby and was like, "Shelby, what the fuck? What the actual <laughs> fuck? Are we really gonna have to do all of this again?" Yeah, but you know what? She hit every trope oh. in her book, in her whole series. She hit like every trope. Like one bed trope was in Serpent and Dove. Well, the arranged marriage trope. This one was the memory yes. loss trope. Like, we've had everything. Literally I do. everything. There was, like, a little, like, sick, twisted part of me that was, like, I want him to be, like, I could never love you because you're a witch. And then her to cry. And then him later to be, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Because. <laughs> Guilt. Got it. Guilt. Mm-hmm. You wanted to but, go back all the way through the first book. But Got realistically, it. at what point in that final, like, Avengers Age of Ultron battle, is there yes. going to be a time where he was, like, I'm so guilty. <laughs> like, no, never. <laughs> so... <laughs> probably for the best that that didn't happen i did like the from the start even in part one where he was like i didn't really he wasn't vibing with you know the nicolina possessing thing Mm -hmm. when he kind of like you know instinctively knew i liked that she did that because i think it's super important that he could tell the difference correct but also Mm -hmm. even in this area now where he doesn't remember her he's still like incredibly drawn to her and i love that shit like i eat that shit up like candy i'm like oh my god yeah i am like a fat kid on a twinkie Yeah, she's I like am a actress. So she's like I everything that he like hates, but he yes. just like yeah. cannot look away. 
Yes, yes. I loved it. I was like, oh my oh. Jesus. Oh my when, lord. It's it's when he when he's like what's that thing where it's like Think I, it out, talk it out. We can't we can't help you if you don't talk it out. Head very full, no thought get out. <laughs> Damn it. Um when okay, it's like that thing where it's oh, it's from it's from Legally Blonde the musical. When he's like when, when have you ever seen Legally Blonde the musical? I have not. <gasps> okay, first of all, music's incredible. It's, it's also on YouTube because it's on M- it was MTV. It was on MTV, so you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. It's actually wildly entertaining. There's a lot it's of it really that good. is not p- currently PC. They did update many, it. Yeah, they updated it. Regardless, there's the song like called "Whipped Into Shape" that's all about like Brooks, you know, bendent or not her bendent snap, the like DVD that she does where she yeah, her like, exercise yeah video. her exercise DVD and there's a girl who goes I hate you Brooke but I love but you I love for, it. for it <laughs> and like that to me is. This part, like, two same energy. Yeah, same yeah, energy. Same sure. energy of the, like, I hate you, but I love you so much. Oh, my God, it. yeah. The amount Ugh. of times where he was like, I don't want to like her. I don't want to like her. I'm like, but you do, buddy. But you oh, do. Yeah. Saddle but the fuck up. didn't. Yeah, no. I he... do like that they're, like, very insane. I thought it was really sad, but also funny that she's mm-hmm. like, if this is a joke, like, you're going too far. Like, I yeah. was like, I love that. Because, like, that's so Lou, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I'm like, oh, honey, But also, okay. like, girl, do you know who you're talking to? It's okay. Like, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like jokes just go, phew, right over his head. Oh, you he's know? not capable of a joke that deep. Mm-hmm. He's really not. <laughs> no. No, he's really not. No. And, and it was like, you've been possessed, but you haven't been possessed that long. Come on, sweetheart. Let's pick yeah, it up. Yeah, like, um, like, come on. <laughs> Let's recall. But you know what I didn't think about that was in part one is the Coco and Bo kiss. Oh, my <gasps> Lord. Oh, yeah. That Coco. was I, I was like, oh, they're yeah. just going to vibes gonna, of them, like, from the other books. Like, that kind of came out of left field for me. I, I didn't really, like, apparently oh, that I did. existed. I did. And I, like, did not jump on that ship. I just yes. was, it went over mm-hmm. my head. Well, I knew that in the first one, they, like, especially because when they went to, in the first book, when they go to, like, the, uh, the banquet or whatever for, like, Reed... They, Coco, as whoever, what her name was then, um, as the healer or whatever, she and Bo flirt while they're there. And I'm pretty sure it's implied they sleep together, but I don't think they actually did. I can't remember. But they have, like, a thing. And then yes. when they're in Madame, Madame, what? When they're in Madame LaBelle's, like, place in the, I think it's Belle Rose in the uh, first book, they mm-hmm. have this, like, tension. In book two, though, the tension's kind of fizzled because of Ansel. Because yeah, of Ansel's yeah. whole Ansel thing. Stuff. Which mm-hmm. is really fucking sad. Also, Coco getting to see Ansel and her, like, uh-huh. crying out on the beach hurt yeah. me deeply. I will deeply. say that um, when, because I remember that that kiss between them was, like, a teaser with the names taken out. Yes. I and I was like, that. oh, I could have never seen this coming. Like. Oh, you didn't know it was going to be Coco and Bo? No. Oh, I, I, I knew I knew be. she wouldn't do me dirty that well, way. I knew she I, wasn't going to make Reed a silly kiss. I was like, no way. Absolutely not. Well, no, I thought I thought for a second it was going to be something that had to do with like Nicolina. Like possessing oh, Lou. I think that's why gonna, she did the teaser though. Yeah, I think which is like going to be, was gonna be like a proof thing where she was like. Some, somebody was or like Coco or I don't know. They call them the liars. Like, it was because they. She says like the liars yes. have to go first or whatever. Yes, which made and I think me that's think why. Yeah, Lou was like. I think like I sent you a text. And it was like I swear to God, if it's Nicolina, I'm done. I'm not actually yeah. done, but you know what I mean. She is so freaking gnarly. Oh my god. Anyway, the fact that she. But she was really sad too. Like oh my she god, really that was oh, heartbreaking. That was kind of why I ended up being like I really like this character because like there's a lot more depth there that you don't get. Mm-hmm. Um, Josephine, hate her guts. Hate her oh my guts. god, she is just the worst. 
Hater guts. Love she, the character because like good villain. Yeah. Um, but hater guts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, she just like Nicol Nicolina really just gave me like I don't know why a lot of Lord of the Rings vibes. Yeah, she was like, definitely Gollum esque for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Gollum and then also, um Apologies, Nicole. The guy who okay. is like it's not Theoden. Yes it is. I'm in out. Rohan, the guy who's like the hand of the king until oh. like they free Warm him from his spell. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, I, it's some weird name like that, but she also gave me like, kind of like him vibes where he's just yeah. like yeah, obsessed totally. with, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> done with you. I done know. over it. But yeah, no, she like her whole thing just made me really sad, but I was happy to like see her go from Lou's body. Like right. very pleased it was a to good, see her go. I'm not going to lie to you. I love, I've always loved that. This was kind of tied with like, weird catholic vibe um but i love the whole exorcism in the weird yeah. catholic vibes well, and as somebody who I loves the like conjuring that. movies i was like yes an exorcism let's go oh yeah i was ready <laughs> it was yeah. definitely very like horror movie-esque that whole scene very oh of them like jumping through the memories that also i mean it when okay when they were given the vision yeah when they went back after they got the ring yeah. When they were given the vision, it reminded me of um, the scene in the fourth Harry Potter movie. Oh my God, excuse me. <laughs> in the fourth Harry Potter movie where the, um, where they go into, where Harry goes into the like pensive, pensive. and he like, yes. And he like sees the trial with Igor Karkaroff mm -hmm. and stuff like that whole scene, very similar energy where like he can't interact do you mean all? that more in the movie sense or like was in it the like movie, that in the book? Not the okay. books, not the I books. didn't know. I no, haven't no. read Harry Potter either, so I apologize. Which, like, I mean, at this point, meh. But like, right. well, we right. own that. But it is like we a childhood. Yeah. yeah. I just, it, my dad got into him and I didn't, so. I mean, Harry Potter is a big part of my childhood. Anyway, regardless. Anyway. Read. Um, yeah, <laughs> read no. Read, read in general. His whole, his whole arc here. I loved everything from his perspective when he like couldn't feel like when he could feel the memories coming back but he was like yeah so confused i also uh. like that his magic was kind of quote unquote gone from him like mm -hmm. the whole idea that like he spent a lot of time rejecting it in the second book and then the minute to start he trying it. to like yeah it's like it's gone it's it is a lot a lot like how the magic system is a consequence like you have mm -hmm. to like do these gives and takes and i right i really loved that i don't know why i loved it it probably because it hurt me a lot but still i thought it was really well done i just I was into it yeah no that's one of my favorite parts of this whole series yeah i really i think we mentioned this on the other recording but mm -hmm. really loved the like them reliving their like essentially a new relationship again they had yeah. that like new relationship energy but then also that familiarity yeah. it was like a nice mm -hmm. like juxtaposition well, right yeah. and like the fact that she knew everything and like he didn't right. was like just like made it a little bit different and but like the like, way that she would like turn it on but it was very, oh. like, different for Lou, too, because she's such mm -hmm. an in-your-face character, and, like, that's how she, like, treated Reed throughout the, like, first yeah. book. Just, like, in his face, like, flirt, do this. And, and like, this time she was, like, very standoffish. Like, I mean, she yeah. had her flirting, but it was, like, very, like, toned down of, like, Less giving confidence. Less yeah. confidence, for sure, because, like, the whole wager as a whole, like, the entire thing mm -hmm. with them being, like, 
um, you can seduce him. And her not being comfortable with it, I was like, ooh, that's a very mm-hmm. new side of Lou. Like, yeah. she was okay with that, I guess, sort of, in the first one. And in this one, you're like, Jesus, like, she's gone through some shit. Like, she's like, I can't yeah. do that. Like, I don't think I could handle it. I'm right, like, exactly. Oh, my honey. Like, her I love not her. being sure. Ugh. I love her. I think she's one of my favorite, like, book characters ever written, to be I agree. fair. She's very dynamic and just fun to read mm-hmm. and I don't even know if it's like just like her POV or like anybody's POV anytime her voice is in there I'm like I'm so here for it I'm so here for it I so truly funny. think like Shelby's gonna end up being like one of the next like Sarah J Mass level Big of popularity of like I know personally like I haven't read a ton of books that like gave me the same feeling that like Sarah J Mass did like I started mm-hmm. Throne of Glass when it first released um, yeah. and then I didn't read Akatar until like Aquar was about to come out but mm-hmm. um like the that feeling is so rare at least for me to get with reading mm-hmm. a book of just feeling so connected and like in such a world and like Shelby's like honestly one of the first authors I've uh, experienced that again with yeah yeah same I agree oh, big time this was I told Madison I yesterday because I finished it within a day um I that, that made it three t- three books all three I finished them in a day like the first book I read in like 10 hours the second one I read within maybe 12 this one took me a little bit longer because it was like sure chapters and I was at work but still like <laughs> three for three to read them all in one day that's right. insane for me like yeah. I always say that my when I rate a book if I read it in a day and I'm that invested it's gonna automatically get at least a right four like for me. no matter like, your no criticisms way. like it's yeah. gotta be high up there because clearly it kept you enticed exactly like, like that's I mean, how I felt about well met because yeah. I read well met immediately after um Akosif because you, you needed know, to my heart no, you out needed to throw it away <laughs> um and then and like that I, st- I started at like 9 p.m and by 3 I was finished like 3 yeah I had the same thing with Walmart too because mm-hmm. I was like oh my god I can't, I can't stop yeah and I, I was like stop. that automatically puts it in one of like my top yeah. like rom-coms because clearly I couldn't put it down agreed and, like, yeah, and yeah that's Shelby's the- writing is just overall so diverse and dynamic mm-hmm. and like the word choices is are lovely and I know she gets like a ton of like editing and critiquing stuff with Jordan but like still like it's so lovely I just love reading her worlds it's so right from the get-go when I started reading Serpent and Dove I was like this magic system is different it's mm-hmm. not like what I've seen before and I'm happy about it okay I'm about to say something that is going to sound really backwards given our previous conversation I think she does a really good job at descriptions <laughs> Even if I don't understand them. Oh, you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? What are you talking I do, about? I get it I now. do think regardless, because I'm sure when I read the other two books, I pictured it as like an inlet. Like, but I think because I had read them like several months ago, I think I read them like literally around Christmas. You did. Yeah. Like uh, that was like the it first was right when ever. we stopped doing the two books at the same or yeah two books in the one episode Mm -hmm. like I had read it right around there and so like it had been a minute since I actually like delved in and obviously I've read a lot of stuff in between and so I think if if I had read them closer together I definitely would not have pictured it as a marsh I well, think that would just be like, reading something so quickly, like like that, like mm-hmm. I'm reading it all in one sitting or something. You just like skim yeah. over those details, right? Exactly, Absolutely. exactly. But like, I feel like Cesarine is like a really like fleshed out city. Like the world is fleshed out. Like I can yeah. picture their outfits very easily. Like I can picture, with the exception of Bo, apparently, what everybody looks like. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like. I feel Lou, bad. I don't. I feel like, bad that like I didn't know that he was POC. I feel right. Really well, like bad about Ansel, it. Lou, Coco, and Reed to me are like visually very clear. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I agree. V- very, very clear. Um, 
but like yeah like all their outfits like the different little towns that they're in like um in the last book when they went and go went and saw the werewolves yeah i love like that, that too. to me was just like it just it all it all makes sense well, like when she know, writes every little thing makes sense which i feel like is sometimes really hard to do no I, but you're right with the whole setting and stuff i've always mm-hmm. been able to picture like uh soleil at loon where she was staying in like yeah. the, the whole like up, mm-hmm. the upper part of that and even like just the way that the first book in general described the setting i was like i'm in i'm ready i want to be here mm-hmm. forever and ever so yeah like the patisserie and all that stuff yes and i always crave sticky buns after i read this i'm like i need to go oh, buy yeah. cinnamon rolls right now like right, right i literally now. was like if i was if i was in town because like i'm obviously i'm like out of town out of town doing all this like house sitting stuff but if i was in town i would have gone to our local bakery nantucket and just like loaded up because their like sticky bun cinnamon roll situation is just I also love that she called them sticky buns like that was like one of those things like it's a cinnamon roll but I love that you're using the different no they're different they're They're different but they're close yeah but they're different yeah she's eating sticky buns either way love love the concept but yeah anyway so this last battle part because I feel like we should get into there like from the ship onward oh my god the ship (laughs) I I don't know how why they thought it would be a good idea. To- it was Lou's decision. <laughs> that was yeah. all Lou. That was and and they did tell her like this could backfire. And she's like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I mean, it'll to be, be fair, fine. it was. Was it? To be fair, she's like the a queen lot. of that though. She's like yeah. of just like flying by the seat of her pants and it <laughs> yeah. works out. Like she, yeah. Shelby like constantly throws her characters into absolute chaos, and it somehow True. like blows up in her face, but then like works out in a believable way. Not yeah. yes. just like, oh well, how did that work? Or like they just that doesn't even make sense. But no, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and also I thought it was very skillful that in her writing that even though Jean Luc had to like still give them the injection you did not hate him for it no yeah i and you like it, i was, it was like partly because of his journey with them up up until that point right but even still there was a little also rounded out their 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 like their set of duos yeah yeah yes. they he rounded it. i was like oh that's really convenient yeah. and i love it like i mean it didn't have to I, happen but like i'm glad it did i do like a matched up like <laughs> what, six, is, what is triple six date pair, whatever yeah i don't yeah. know yeah <laughs> because like i think situation. the thing with with ansel in the second book really solidified like why that was weird for because like it seemed like you should have wanted coco and ansel together but like mm-hmm. that but you wasn't knew that obviously was, like, gonna work and then you still had Bo there and i just like that it kind of worked out better with the six of them i don't know it's weird but it is what it is i mean not that we i just like that they like switched guys that like yeah. yes like, traded <laughs> guys yeah. i like that jean luc and her very clearly like are devoted to each other like i was very into that like mm-hmm. she was like yep i moved on and i love him and i'm like oh. well they do also like in the way that like reed and lou are like very balanced in the sense of like they're like kind of chaos yes and then i think like coco and Bo are so like coco with her whole like do you need me to teach you how to seduce a man because i will is like matches Bo's energy of like him being like, I can get anybody I want in the kingdom. Right. You know, that sort of vibe. And so I feel, <laughs> I I feel very like. Much Nikolai energy from like Greece. Yes. Big, maybe that's why I pictured him blonde. That could literally yeah. be Ooh, it. That could be it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was saying yesterday on our call that like, to me, he was almost like a, a dandy, which is like the wrong term. Well, we also thought that he had 
August's hair, because I'm pretty sure that motherfucker had blonde hair, like the king. I'm pretty sure that motherfucker had blonde hair. Let's find out. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's do some research. <laughs> I just kind of assumed at this point that, like, Bo's mom is the one that he gets all of his, like, like traits from. Because I didn't mm-hmm. feel like August and him looked identical. I don't know. I just didn't get the vibe that they did. Because, I mean, Reed doesn't look anything like his dad. Yeah, that's accurate. He looks more yeah. like his, his mom. So I just kind of assumed that... For whatever reason, the traits that August has are is it a recessive. August or Augusta? I don't know. It's I, I can't pronounce shit. Like what? he's I a blonde. He's a blonde. I told he's you. He's a blonde. Well, yeah. I also think that has to do something with the fact that his last name's Lion or Leon, whatever oh, the fuck yeah. it is. I think there's a little bit of uh, mm-hmm. built-in. Oh, I'm the glorious king, sort of thing. Yeah, the golden yes. boy, the literal yes. golden boy. That's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Who's the worst? The Who's worst the fucking ever. Wor- the rats. Yeah, I'm the sorry. Worst. Too much rats. Too many rats and too many mice. And to be fair, though, I Creepy know that's like. Shit. Well, and I know it's like oh, the rats and stuff, but that is very accurate to like medieval torture methods. Oh yeah, very dark. Loved like, it. <laughs> Hated oh, yeah, it, I was like, hated it. it. Like, I hated it in the way that I hate true crime podcasts, where, like, <laughs> I hate that this has happened, but I love listening to it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's a, like one of those sick, I hate very important distinction. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, it, it really is. Because, like, I don't like the crime. I would rather there'd be no crimes for true crime podcasts. But. But there are. There are always going to be crimes, and I like hearing yeah. about them. I don't like that they happened. Like the eyeball killer? Well, not to get into him. Never mind. He's weird. Texas. Texas. So is, is every killer. Some of them are very bland, but that's besides the point. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, okay. Anyway. We digress from serial killers. Serial killers um, onto uh, Bo's features and Bo and Well, but, but I, was, I was saying that, like, Celie and Jean-Luc are, yes. are very balanced in, like, who they are as Well, yeah, him being an orphan and her being this, like, um like aristocrat and the way that well, they like personality wise mesh is well good. not even that because like i feel like in the se- in the sense that like she very clearly despite having run off despite like being involved with this like band of outlaws now is still very like proper yes and she's like i am a lady like Mm. Even though I'm tough, respect me for it too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But she's still very much like I could see her living in the like pretty townhouse. She's not gonna go like cottage in the woods. Like she is still very clearly like a woman of means. You know what I mean? Like in her energy. And I feel like Jean Luc also has that like. Even though I'm helping you guys, I still want my position and I want to be like, you know, respected and upheld in the community. And so I feel like that like like I could see them together getting like a house in the suburbs while like. Bo and Coco live in like a van and like Reed and Lou live in like a like in a like a loft. If that makes I, any can sense. Can we talk about uh Celie's arc? Like her end was just so amazing. I was just like, yes, yes, a thousand yes. yes. Like this yes, is perfect I for agree. her. The 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 entire thing where the fact like the real reason they won is because of a girl with no special powers who had been yeah. tormented by this woman. Like I like even though like Lou had the final blow, the it, fact yes, that it was Celie who was like, 
hiya, I got you because you underestimated me. You it's underestimated very, It's Ryan very Elaine right. killing the it King is. of yeah. Highburn. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I hate because I'm not a big Elaine fan right now, but that's no. that's not that's not a problem. When, when have you ever been a big Elaine fan? Never, but that's besides well, the point. Well, you can do the same thing with uh, Kingdom of Ash if you You're are absolutely you, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Madison doesn't know yet, but it's yes. okay. Well, I know, I know a lot of things. It's okay. We're just not going to talk about it. Um, but <laughs> what is, with, I know some things. We know some things. But yes, no, I totally agree because I thought how great that she gets to, like, basically extract her revenge on the woman who tortured her with putting mm-hmm. her next to her right. dead sister's body. Like, right. dude, fuck that. That's messed up. Yeah. Well, and it's also, there's a little bit of the fact that she fucked with Celie's autonomy and then yep. she, in turn fucked with her autonomy like this is what it's like to not have control over your body right which i was like but then and then after after the ending she you know gets accepted and breaks further molds yes yes yes. uh i loved i loved her whole arc you're so right she's such a good female chasseurs i just think in general like what a great way to fit like tie up the whole concept of like why those people mm-hmm. were bad, but now that we're kind of like expanding our horizons and being more open-minded, like incorporating mm-hmm. the women into it was a great way to do that. Well, and there's also this kind of like, really like, I was like, <sighs> at the thought that every single person who promoted the prejudices was dead. Yeah. Like, right. like Josephine's dead. Yep. Morgana's dead. Yeah. The king is dead. Yep. Um. Obviously, the arch- archbishop like died a long time ago. Gaspard is just useless. Like Gonzo, <laughs> you know, himself as people were. Yes. Struggling. Like, and then what was the other guy's name? Philippe. Yep. Was the I don't know yeah. if he died. Did he die? He didn't. He didn't die. But like, my favorite part was they when they put him in the tr- they put when, him onto a tree, right? When <laughs> when I think it said like Reed and Bo had like a he, Reed had like he was like I acquired another Belisarda like not that. Mm-hmm. You know, from Philippe, not that I offered to free him or anything, but I was just yeah. like, yes. <laughs> Correct. I really loved Bo and Reed's relationship, by the way. I thought that was so well done, too. Like, I was really into the whole brotherly love thing, especially at the end of the book. I was like, you guys are mm-hmm. so fucking cute. I can't stand it. It was good yeah. because they're so opposites in personality and looks, obviously, as well. Yeah. So it was just, like, a nice juxtaposition against, like... Reed has people stretching him in all elements all around him. Like his wife <laughs> that is stretching poor baby. him in his boundaries. His brother is stretching yeah, him in I his know. boundaries. And it's like, it's really awesome to see how that balances it out. Yeah. Oh, big time. Like the sweet cinnamon roll has finally found like his whole personality. It's like literally finally come to fruition. <laughs> yeah. He's finally like a fully formed person. Although I can't even imagine what it would be like to try and reconcile that like couple days when he didn't have his memories because he obviously still remembers that time that's yeah. got to fuck with your head a little well, I, yeah I, I i do agree and you know what the thing that really hurt me was that scene in, when they're when they're trapped in the cage and he's trying so oh. hard and i'm just like he oh, i God, cried this hurts when it that hurts happened. so bad because he desperately wants Why? to like feel Does something more than what he kind of feels now he's like i know we have something you've telling me and you told me the whole story and i want it but i can't have it and it's like that is the biggest part of torture right there for him like that hurt Mm -hmm. me so i can't imagine waking up remembering that shit and being like damn that was my life a few months ago or whatever (laughs) like i can't imagine that either also he's only 20 or 21 by the end like that's messed up to me like i can't imagine could not (laughs) be me i'm 25 and i can't imagine that like what the fuck i yeah i literally these characters in these books 
they like do all these amazing things at like 19. I was like, at 19, I couldn't even. Oh, yeah. At 19, the most like risky thing I really did was like eating ramen while I had a gluten sensitivity. I jumped out of a window, but that's about it. Oh, you did jump out of a window. I did. Anyway, anyway. So the ending, ending, Okay, but like the whole battle, Mm -hmm. very, like I said, very Avengers Age of Ultron. Sure, yeah. Very like people flying everywhere, like... It was Somebody's chaos. going across this. Like, it was just, I can only imagine trying to put that scene in, like, a movie. Well, you I lose track of, like, where everybody's even at. It just, I, like, you yeah. really feel the chaos of battle of, like, where the fuck is Bo? Where the fuck is Seely? Where is the fuck is everybody yeah. else? Like, you just have no There's idea. There's a dragon? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing that really got me, because, like, right after all the stuff with the pyre, which the minute she did that teaser of the art, I was like, yes! Burn, oh, baby, in, burn! As long as they die the together. In the signed book, in the signed book, you get a print of that oh yay yeah i think that's why she I was, teased it right i think that's I why they think that, yeah yes but when i saw the art i was like listen if they die together they die if they if they're gonna get burned they die together i'm happy thank god they did didn't. you really but, think they were gonna die though because like no. okay because i see everybody Absolutely freaking not. out on instagram of like one of them's gonna die or they're panicked. both gonna die and i'm like that doesn't happen in ya like what are no. you guys mm-hmm. really actually freaking out about you do well, get panicked well, go ahead, Madison. You can say. I him. was gonna say when you finished Blood and Honey, I was. you were like, "He's gonna die. What if he I dies?" Did. You, I said in the fir- <laughs> when I first started Blood and Honey too, because I was like, "Wait a minute." Yo, you thought Reed was going to die in that one. I thought Reed was going to die in that one. I was, like, expecting him to be brought back somehow. But, Mm -hmm. like, I was like, oh, my God. I don't know how I'm going to do Right, because if somebody dies, they're always brought back. Brought back. I really do think. I don't count that as dying. Like, yes, they died. Like, yeah. They died. I really do think it's the whole Reese thing, though. Like, I think since I read that, I was like, I don't think I've ever been carved out that way in (laughs) such a long time. Like, I can't even picture another book that I've read in the last however many years that did to me what happened with Reese in um Echo War. Uh, and now I'm terrified. Like Broken every time. <gasps> Bat shit motherfucker. You're god damn it, Madison. That one hurt. Don't even go there. There is a That book. was the one where I cried into my macaroni. No. Regardless. Yeah, I that, that the ending battle as a whole was just like perfectly done to me. The one part that I am still just like, what the fuck just happened? Was when Claude just dropped into yeah, the bowels the of fuck? hell. What the fuck? Oh my god! Well, and honestly, okay, but we didn't we didn't talk about that. So the epilogue, because yes. I know you and Mas- me and Madison talked about this like a little bit oh, off screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yes. Claude in the in the yes. epilogue. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wait, Claude I actually went and asked Madel. Shelby that, and I was like, um, is No, this, the like, lady, the lady who comes in and is like, my seeds, that's Claude. Madame Savage is Claude. Yes, yes. It's Claude. Okay. I yes, kind of, yes. I kind of thought that's what she was alluding to. Well, I, because, yeah, because the, because the circus people are like, <laughs> he's closer than you think. Right. Like, <laughs> no, so I asked sense. Shelby after I wrote, uh, read it, because I was like, I'm not very clear, like, is this, and she's like, yes, it is, and she said her editor, like, not Jordan, but, like, her actual publisher yeah. editor made her take out, like, basically saying that it was Claude and, like, leave oh. it at that, and I'm she like, was just, I like, a little lie. bit, like, she wasn't sure that that was, like, the right call. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like it when it's like left up to interpretation. Yeah, it's a little moment. bit of mystery. When it's like when it's a minor character that doesn't really matter yeah. in the end. Like I don't like like super open ended like endings, but like right. that's yeah. like a little almost Easter eggy kind of like you think it's Claude, but you're not sure. Right. But well, Madame right. Savage, like Madame Savage as a whole, like is pretty integral and in, like a lot of different scenes like the scene in blood and honey alone where she's there and you have her like seeing the breakup between reed and lou 
you know later on that they go back and talk to Claude at the goddamn um, hotel mm-hmm. inn or whatever. So you know that, like, he knew, right? Once you get him to get the <laughs> a realization that that's who it is. Like, mm-hmm. that's really cool. I did not actually... Wow, I love that. Mm. Yeah, the the minute they were, like, the, the trip to Fortune or whatever, we're all like... Yeah. Who knows where <laughs> is? I was like, well, it's clearly, clearly him right there. <laughs> I will the say something woman. that we didn't talk about with the pyre when they were getting, when they were about to be burned, the hellfire, like everything that had <gasps> to come with the hellfire was mm-hmm. so cool to me because I was like, the fact that it's Coco's grief that is a spiraling this, but B that it's like so black and, and like just skin melting and like just like you can't stop it like that to me was like horrific but like incredible oh, yeah. at the same time like I was so into she that. Was brief in a really good way in this book like mm-hmm. multiple instances with Coco's and then like also just the whole fact of like that they essentially had to go on after losing Ansel like such an integral mm-hmm. part of their group and then just had to like power on and like they're still sad in their own ways yeah. but like it's kind of like a metaphor for life of like you really have to do that like it, it's still like you're missing a piece yeah of you, but like there's a lot of important stuff going on that you can't not be present for mm-hmm. totally and i i'm i i love the fact that this talks about being afraid of death because my biggest fear is being is death literally it's one of my biggest fears of life mine's not being remembered so well and who who says that in this one somebody says something about i think it's Bo. It i think it's Bo. well that fits. maybe i hate maybe i didn't like him because i saw too much of myself maybe that him. fits um mm-hmm. no i loved that they talked about that because my biggest thing it doesn't matter if it's just me dying or like anybody in my life dying like i am terrified of zachary dying on me before i'm like ready to die it is my biggest fear and i just love that the way that they kind of deal with it is it's like it happens and you it, it's okay and mm-hmm. it's okay to grieve but like you start to move on because you have to move on you can't right. just stall right. your life because right. of that big trauma thing and it was for me very mm-hmm. inspirational i was like maybe at the end of this i'll probably try to work on the whole fear of death thing maybe we should do that well and it's a very sign. i feel like it's a very realistic display of grief in the sense that like there are moments where they have like fun Mm-hmm. after right. it happening after after like that all went down where they're still in the grieving in the morning period but they but they're like like it, it is that thing of like they have to go on right. they have to keep existing and they have to keep fighting for you know like their whole conflict doesn't stop because they lost somebody right and you know the other thing with Lou too her fear of it being death like it's so fitting for her character to have to be able to go through that for her whole arc because like she starts off, what well, we know of her starting off at 16, almost dying the whole time she's on the run from her mom, mm-hmm. being afraid of dying. Like, that's literally the main reason. She's like, I don't want to die yet. It's not, it's not for yeah. me. I don't want to do it. Regardless of all the other things, like, that's at the bottom line part of it. So mm-hmm. I think it was a really good, just a very good setup. I loved that. Loved that. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, like, and the going from wanting to survive just so that you don't die versus wanting to survive for Yourself. the life that you have. Yeah. You know, which I feel like is very... I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that for journey sure. and that struggle Absolutely. and yeah. that, those like emotions. For but sure. I just love the whole thing. And then the wedding. The wedding was really sweet. And I, I love that Ansel was point of view. Like, I, know. I think that's so cheesy. And this one was so beautiful and like mm-hmm. tearing up. Like you felt like you were there. And especially oh. since it's from like Ansel's perspective. So you're mm-hmm. like. I don't know, it just confirms if you, you know, get married oh, and yeah. have loved ones missing that they're there and it's just like big time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I I got weepy at this part because of when I specifically like I I mean I fully cried for sure, but it like really triggered it for me 
when he's like, they saved me a seat. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, good, even good on vibe, top of perish. that, I think it was really good to have Ansel be the one that's the POV. Like, I love Lou yeah. and I love Reed, but Ansel being the POV there not only is good to, like, tie up things, um, but also it's nice to have it be almost omniscient in a way. Yes. Yes. That's how I felt where I felt like it was kind of like, you know, and I think they I think they literally do this in Ella Enchanted where it goes back to like the narrator and yes. he's like, and now our story ends. And yeah. Like, Before it's they like go the into the of, whole song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And then it like, it like closes the book kind of to kind of it, like you're backing out of the story. Almost, it did feel like, like emotionally. that. That's, yeah. And then you see him leave with his parents and yeah. Yes, exactly. And like he it got kinda... butterflies for what's his name. I was like, Oh, the ATN, like, I was like, yeah, after go, I'm Ansel. like, I'm like, Hi, can I please get an afterlife like mini story about just those a little, two? Just a little one, please. Just a wee small <laughs> just a baby one. fifty page novella, please. Please and yeah, thank you. That but that whole that whole scene, it felt very like deep breath, okay, and I'm done. And I like, like that Coco and Lou are together running things. Cause like it makes yeah. sense not only yeah. that the Dom Rouges and the Dom Blanche mm-hmm. have come together to like fix everything, but like also that the two of them who've been friends forever are able to continue to work together yeah. like that. Like, I think it's so good. Plus like mm-hmm. fucking Angelica was her mom. So like in theory, she technically right. does have rights to it too. Right. Like that's the right. whole, yeah, whole concept. Yeah, for sure. Um, the one thing I was going to say about what's his name. Um, not Ansel. What the fuck is his oh. name? No, 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 no. No, no, no. The guy, the, the, the guy that we were just talking about. The, Etienne. The, yes. I, when they showed that, he was one of the people inside Nicolina. My heart broke because I thought from the, from the time they'd mentioned him in blood and honey and they found his corpse, I was like horrified. Like that was terrifying to me. Like that mm-hmm. just hurt so bad. And like him, like trying to remember his name, just, I don't know. I, that's why I really want the novellas. I want more about him. It's a weird, weird thing for me to want, but I'm, well, I'm in it. And on top of everything else, I feel like I'll never, like, not want more of this world. Yeah, I agree. But I hope, I hope that I'm sated just because in reality it's Shelby's writing. Yeah, I agree. That's what, like, does it for me. And so I feel like, and obviously there's, like, no other series that she's released yet because this was her debut trilogy that, like, I can go and reflect on and be like, oh, it's the author as a whole, like, how I can with, like, Fee Schwab and like Sarah J Maas where I can be like oh I like all your stuff because I like like and like Lee Bardugo for the most part like I have some things that I don't like about Shadow and Bone but but overall I enjoy the books you know well yeah like, you haven't done Rule of Wolves and any of those yet but I still no think but like I love Six those. of Crows I love Ninth House like yeah all that kind of stuff I, so. I agree and you know the thing that makes me really excited about it is that the fact that you know from her debut that she's that good of a writer I'm like oh give me the rest give me more give me more books <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I'd probably legit would always just throw my money at her the same way that I throw my well, money she's at Gallagher she sure. things. yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> oh easy easy yeah, yeah there are very few authors for me that I'm like oh I'm just going to buy your book because you've written it yeah like and even this is she's one of those Mm -hmm. people that like the minute you get like even if you get an advanced reader copy of it you're like i have to have this physically i need this physically to be able to support it like it's it's just Mm -hmm. one of those things for me too yeah no i absolutely i absolutely feel that because it's it's like her emily henry sarah j maas i have um, a few yeah ve schwab yeah it and then like madeline miller yeah. I think I'll buy anything that she ever releases. But yeah, overall, I have a few for sure. Absolutely. Um, well, 
ratings. Oh, well, I, I gave said it a five, five out, out of five. Five out of five. Yeah. Five out of five. <laughs> it was definitely my favorite yeah. of the series, which I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever, like, I was thinking about it earlier, ever liked a finale book out of a series more than other books. Like, I yeah. Just, yeah. finale books are usually one of the weakest books to me. And this just, like, exceeded yeah. all expectations that I yeah. had. It hit yeah. so many things, like, so many nails right on the head, just perfectly, mm-hmm. just beautifully. I think for me, the first one is still my favorite just because it has all those unhealthy tropes that I love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it just, like, ticks every box for, like, an enemies to lovers sort of, like, star-crossed romance thing. But this one, in terms of, like, if I take away the, the, the tropes out of the, like, the first one, this one, I think, is my favorite. Yeah, I don't, I'm really torn between the first one and this one. I loved Blood and Honey, too, because yeah. I am the, I am one of the proponents of, please stop listening to D- Do Not Finish Reviews and just read the book if you want to read the book. Like, so many right. people will be like, oh, I've heard bad reviews about, or mixed reviews, which is my w- least favorite thing mm-hmm. to hear. Um, when they say mixed, mixed reviews, reviews and they won't. Everything has mixed reviews. You're like, I've heard mixed reviews about this one. I don't know if I want to finish it. I love Serpent and Dove, though. Just read it. Like, if you yeah. don't end up liking it, that's fine. But, like, just read it. So even Someone though literally I literally commented that on my Goodreads review of Gods and Monsters of, like, I love Serpent and Dove, but I heard Blood and Honey wasn't good. So should I read this one? Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Why, like, why are you stopping yourself? Why are you stopping yourself from right. wanting to read something like I am definitely a person that's like, listen, if you get 100 pages in and you are not vibing, it's okay to put it down and come back maybe later if you need to. Or not come back at all. But try and don't listen to the rest of the world because, like, that doesn't change anything. Our opinions are different. But I still think the first book and the third book are very tied for me because I loved Mm -hmm. the first book. The fact that I didn't, like... I don't know. I just, I'm so glad somebody, I think it was Instagram. I think it was somebody on Instagram where I started seeing it pop up on like bookstagram where I was like, mm-hmm. I gotta go buy this. And I think it was Barnes and Nobles, like pick of the month or whatever. in like September or October of 2019. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I picked it up because there's no way in hell I would have been this invested if I had it. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm I, so obsessed with it. Well, and I also just like in terms of the blood and honey thing, I think when when you covered that, because, like, I obviously hadn't read it. Yeah. But we still, like, talked about how we felt that a lot of the people who were saying that maybe were a little younger, who maybe don't understand more adult relationships about how, like, things are not perfect and how things, like, people do have issues, especially people who are at odds in the beginning of the relationship. Like, I, of yeah, course I think you're there's right. going to be, like, post that honeymoon phase, of course there is going to be trouble. And they're literally oil and water. They're literally exact yes. opposites in so many ways. Like, of course they have that. I mean, I get that mm-hmm. miscommunication is frustrating. That's one of my least favorite tropes in general. Yeah, but, same. like, I don't think Blood and Honey is bad by any means. I loved yeah. it. I would no, probably give too. it a four out of five in my book. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I just... absolutely adored. I absolutely adored just the fact that like there was a few things that when I finished reading Serpent and Dove, I was like, oh, we have to address the whole fact that they're not even technically married because their whole last names were not correct. And I was like, I don't know yeah. how to handle that. But I liked that throughout the whole series, regardless if they weren't technically married, they're married in the quote unquote biblical sense, but that they still treated each other like they were married. And that was for me good. I'm a big whole... fan of that kind of shit. Cause my biggest, my biggest pet peeve with YA sometimes is when you have the separating and kind of rekindling of relationships, they stop treating each other this like, like the right way. I don't know if that's making mm-hmm. sense, but 
I love adult fiction because they typically will not do that to each other. They'll be like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I still have some type of like emotional attachment to you, even if we're not like rightly together right now. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. That was just my thing. Yeah. Ah, fucking blood and honey. Blood and honey. Blood and honey. The whole series. Anyway, it's amazing. It was amazing. I'm so glad. I'm sad. I feel very empty on the inside. (laughs) I'll uh, plug that if you guys are listening before August 3rd, I am interviewing Shelby and doing a QA and a on Blissfully Bookish Tees Instagram. So please join us. Please go leave questions. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have question box. Do you have any yet? Yeah, I've got got a couple. Oh, good. So where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at blisslybookish.com. They can find me on Etsy if they're UK or EU, which would be um, etsy.com slash blisslybookish. And then you can find me on Instagram at blisslybookishtees. And that's probably yeah. the best place to find us. And we'll mm-hmm. link everything in the description as usual. Perfect. Yeah. Yay. Yes, it's going to be great. Okay, so we'll well, put well hold this on. on we, stop. Before we before we do that, let's thank her for being on the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm not Madison. I, She's sorry. Like, yes. like, I've got places to go. I've got places to meet. Well, go. I'm so, I'm so used I don't know to just why being I, with her. I got it. It's fine. We get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm used to just being like, okay, that's it. That's literally, it literally, every single Monday, just. I think that's about it. Cool. <laughs> just bye. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go about the business. Yes. So thank you so, so much for coming on. Thanks for being we, on yeah, the show. Thank you guys for having me. Back. I enjoyed yeah. this and I would love to come back <laughs> and do something yeah. else. Maybe yeah. when Whenever I write you a like. little sooner, like a little not April <laughs> to July. Um, so final things. Our book ends for you today. Just as a reminder, wherever you are listening to our show, but specifically your Apple Podcast listeners, please go give us a rating and a review. You don't have to be an Apple Podcast listener, though, to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can actually download that on your phone right now and still give us a rating and a review. Um, If -hmm. you do that, we may give you a little shout out about your review. It depends on what you say. I mean, if you tell us we're trash, maybe we'll talk about it anyway, because who wouldn't want to? But still, please give us a rating and review. That's how you get the word out about our show. Um, we also have a Patreon that you can go and support us at. It's patreon.com forward slash lower your volume. Uh, it's in the information below. You can go donate there. There are four different tiers that you can donate at, or you can choose your own amount, but each tier is associated with different prizes and rewards, which is very fun, very exciting. Um, yeah, it's cool shit. We are going to have video content soon. Ooh, we're so excited. Um, mm-hmm. also give us a follow on social media. We have a ton of social media, but we primarily use two. We use TikTok and Instagram like they are our jobs because they are. Um, you can go check us out on TikTok <laughs> and Instagram at Lower Your Volume Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Laura Pod and you can find us on Facebook, Lower Your Volume Podcast. Give us a follow, give us a shout out, a DM, comment, whatever you want to do. We literally respond all the time. We also have an email that you can send us shit to. It's uh, loweryourvolumepodcast at gmail.com. We really don't care what you send us. Well, good that's going to do it for today's episode. Oh, please talk wordy and to me. And don't forget to go book yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see you next week. She said, Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>